Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 151 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We are gathering leaders from all over the world in this wonderful community and placing our focus on personal and leadership development. Today, I'm going to talk about friendships. I'm going to talk about accountability. I'm going to talk about the safety of surrounding yourself with good people, good counsel, good friends. We're talking about surrounded, the value of real friends, and why you need them. Someone once said that one is blessed immensely if in the course of their lifetime they have a few really true friends. That statement is so true. When you really get down to it in one's lifetime, just to have one or two or three people that you can say that person was a real friend through all the seasons of life, through all the difficult times, through all the challenging things, through all the celebrations, the moments where you want people that love you, care about you, like you, and celebrate with you to be with you, that person, man, what a great friend he was. What a great friend she was. In our culture today, what we call friendships, quite honestly, barely qualifies as acquaintances. You've heard me talk on the program before about Facebook, and I love Facebook. I'm nothing against Zuckerberg and all those cats, man. I, What an amazing tool. What a beautiful invention. What a tremendous, innovative way to connect people. But... You know, we call people on Facebook our friends, and yet we don't even really know them. We might not be sure about what they're going through. We might not know how their kids are doing. I mean, really, it's not a relationship. It's a connection in a virtual world that is, in so many ways, developing or fostering a pseudo-confidence Gosh, everybody likes me and I have friends. We we love it when somebody hearts one of our statements or likes one of our statements or our posts. That's really not constituting relationship. You know, we are so busy. Life, whether you live in a major city like I do or whether you live in a rural area or maybe you live in the country, the truth is compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago, the pace of life is so chaotic and so crazy that so few people really take time to to do life with people, to get to know each other, to bear one another's burdens, so to speak. And when faced with challenging times, difficult times, difficult circumstances, so many people find themselves alone and isolated. Why? Why is that such a common thing in today's world? Well, it's really one thing if you boil it down. It's because we don't invest time, energy, resources, 
our heart into real friendships, real relationships. We, we operate and function on the surface, and we do surface things like texting. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Like, you know, pinging somebody on some social media channel or like having a quick phone call and say, hey, man, great to hear your voice. Wonderful. How you doing? Wonderful. Life's great. Talk about the weather. But there's none of this deep dive, getting to know and doing life with and and carrying the heart of someone in your hands. Unless you've invested in those kinds of relationships, you might find yourself alone. You know, we must place proper value and priority on investing in and developing relationships that really matter. Here's why. You and I are designed for relationships. We're designed to do life with other people. We're designed for partnerships, for accountability. We're designed to exchange life with one another. You and I need good people in our lives who will love us, challenge us, hold us accountable, and push us as we are reaching for the next level. On this program today, I want to take a few minutes to talk about surrounded. Surrounded. The value of real friends and why you really, really do need them. Over the last few years in my own life, I've come to understand so much more about the value of real friends. Let me be clear. This is not in any way insinuating or implying that so many of the people that I did life with in a previous season were not true friends because they were. And without any equivocation, they were incredibly special and are still special to my wife and to myself, to my family. But the reality is seasons of life do change. And as seasons change, so do the needs related to relationships. In other words, what you need out of relationships and the thing that you can give into a relationship, those things dynamically shift. They change. They morph as we do. Another truth that I have become more convinced of is that when you or I decide to take our life or our leadership to a new level or to a different place, not everyone who we are presently relating with will be able to make that transition with us. I've talked about that before here. For some reason, I think we expect that, you know, when I go somewhere, everybody's going to go with me. If I change, everyone's going to change. If I improve my life, if I elevate my life, if I take my disciplines, my my dreams, my aspirations, my my efforts to a different level, then, well, everybody that I love and care about is going to go along with me. That is not at all the case. Now, look, this is disappointing, and it is oftentimes painful, but it is a fact of life. Not everyone 
that you would like to go with you to the next level will go with you to the next level. But the wonderful thing about that is, is that even though you may quote unquote lose a relationship or two along the way, there always seems to be new and meaningful relationships that come into our world. Ones that, in, from my perspective, are divinely orchestrated and specifically engineered for where I'm going, for my new place, for my new season. I'll tell you a story. Now, this is just me being a little transparent today on the program. I, I want to I get unplugged here for a second. I've always been a very relational kind of a guy. The way I relate to the people in my world uh, is is very hands on. It's very um, it's very transparent, very real, very lovey dovey, very affectionate. I I don't even know any other way to relate to people. Even in my business, people that have worked for us as employees and uh, contractors and people that we do business with, uh, I, I just don't know any other way to relate than to be relational, meaning I, I want to do business with you and I want us to be formal. I want us to have agreements and contracts and, and specifics lined out about how our business is going to, to function. But I'd like to have a relationship with you. I want to know you. I want to care for you. I want to, I want to be your friend. And, and I just, I'll be the first to admit that doesn't always work great, <laughs> but I, I've always sought out connectivity with people. Far back as I can remember in, in school even, uh, I suppose I always sought out connectivity with friends and peers, just wanting to be with people. That's just who I am. In high school, I had one particular friend that uh, challenged me. He was my challenging buddy. And I don't mean he was challenging, but I mean he he was a thinker. He was a he was a motivator. He was someone who challenged me to think differently. He and I were on very similar journeys, and and we both had an appetite for self-improvement, for personal growth. And, and man, when we were together, we had the most intense, most powerful, most uplifting conversations. We shared audio programs. We shared books. We, we were constantly encouraging and challenging one another to greatness. He was a great friend, still is to this day. We don't, we're not in contact as much as we used to be, but man, what a great friend he was. Now, in high school, I had another friend who was just as good of a friend as my first friend. But this was my running buddy. This is my fun buddy. This is my holy goodness, I hope we don't get in trouble, buddy. <laughs> Let's just say we were we he and I were not when we were together, we're not as prone to uh, pursue knowledge or to learn or to grow together. We were just looking for fun. We were hanging out for adventure, man. We were riding motorcycles and riding BMX bikes and building ramps and, and doing crazy things, you know, socializing and, and going out with girls and, and all that stuff. Just a different kind of a friend. I suppose, you know, as a kid, uh, it's not, abnormal for a child for a young person to to have those kinds of friends <laughs> most kids don't have a clue what they want in life and, and some it takes longer than others to figure that out but as I got older 
when I got married, and now I have a wife to care for and provide for, when I began building a life and a family, when I began to to have more and more responsibilities, I began to realize that the people you do life with really do determine your your progress, determine your trajectory, determine your direction, determine your success in many ways. Jim Rohn, great motivator, great personal growth expert, a person that I've never met, will never meet. He's passed on now, but I consider him a mentor. He said that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Think about that. You are the average of the five individuals that you spend the most time with. Wow. Put another way, every area of my life will ultimately look like the average of the five people I spend the most time with. Let me put this in perspective. Let's pick the five people that you hang out with the most, spend the most time with, do life with. What does their life look like? Maybe someone in that group is doing really great, but the others are doing average or below average in all the areas of their life. Well, when you average all of that together, that's the that's the ceiling. That's it. That's what your life's going to look like because the the environment you choose, the relationships that have meaning in your life actually govern the outcomes and the the mindset, the thought processes of your own life and success. This is powerful to me. So when I, when I look at the five people I'm spending the most time with, I have to ask myself some very important questions. Do I want what they have or do I want more? Do I like what I see in their marriage or in their relationships with their children? Or do I want better than that for myself? Do I like where they are spiritually, financially, mentally? Or am I designed for something far greater than that? This is not an easy thing to grapple with, but the truth is the quality of your relationships determine the quality of your life. I'm encouraging you today to consider, do you have real friends? Friends that challenge you, friends that that actually are pulling you toward more greatness, more significance, more impact in your leadership, more more prosperity in your life? Or are your friends just helping you to stay stuck (laughs) because they like having someone stuck with them? Listen, all of us need real friends. All of us need meaningful relationships that challenge us. All of us need someone in our life that will be drawing us toward our potential, drawing us toward a greater expression of the destiny that God has prescribed for your life. The book of Proverbs, in that great book of wisdom, talks about how the companion of fools is going to to find destruction. But the person who surrounds himself or herself with wise people, 
with stable people, with with people who are given over to the prospect of personal growth and development and becoming. You surround yourself with those kinds of people and you will have great success. So let's talk about the relationships in your life. I want to share with you just a handful of qualities of real friends. Now, this is not an exhaustive list because I could be here all day sharing with you ideas and concepts and qualities that, from my perspective, are qualities that real friends have. But I want you to consider these these few today because they are they, they've played a huge role in my life. These things that I'm going to mention, even in recent weeks, have shown themselves to be so valuable to me. Here's a few of them. Real friends love you no matter what state you are in, no matter what condition you're presently in. Let me just say this, and I'm going to throw in some personal examples here, so just bear with me. I've been in a bit of a funk lately. I'm not sure what all that involves. Uh, There's a number of factors that I know have, have heaped on some pressure and some stress and and I'm sure that has something to do with it, you know, uh, but not complaining. I'm so grateful for the life that God's given me. But, you know, the truth is with some of the people that I do life with and that I, I love being around, people that I call real friends, man, I, I've i just, I, I've not had much to offer lately. I've just been in this dark sort of cloudy, foggy, funky place. And what I've been so amazed by is that the people that that are my real friends, they just continue to love me, continue to encourage me, they continue to believe in me, and they are, are so kind and understanding, knowing that this is just a pocket that I'm in, I'm not going to stay there, and they they just... They don't throw me under the bus or to the curb. They just love me no matter what. That's a real friend. Here's another one. Real friends are patient even when you have nothing to give. As I mentioned a moment ago, that's where I've been lately. I I have felt as though I got nothing. I'm I'm just like, I'm not even on empty, man. My car is broken down on the side of the road and the buzzards are circling overhead. I mean, I just have felt that. And I know that's not the case. I know that in me, contained within my heart and my DNA, there's greatness and there's wisdom and there's life that I can give people. But man, here of late, I've just not had much to give. But guess what? My real friends have been so patient and kind. They're not, they're not walking around with their hand out going, man, this guy, this guy is just a taker. And believe me, I have been receiving a lot from them lately. But they're patient, and they're willing to keep giving into my life even though I've got nothing to give back. That's a real friend. Real friends care about your success and about your well-being more than they care about what you can do for them. I'm going to say that one again. Real friends care more about your success and about your well-being more than what they care about what you can do for them. 
You know, some people that call themselves your friends, when you enter into a place where you really don't have much to give and you can't do for them and you can't bail them out and you can't fix their problem or you can't be there for them, for whatever the reason, they're out. They're done. They're down the road looking for somebody else that they can lean on. A real friend, if they see that you don't have anything to give and you you just you have nothing you can do for them right now because of your present state, they don't even consider that. They just what they're concerned about is your success, your well-being. Are you okay? What can we do to serve you? That's a real friend. Which leads me to my next point. Real friends give more than they take. Real friends give more than they take. And I let me just say this to you. It's not a contest. It's not about who can outdo the other one. But a real friend is constantly looking for opportunities to serve, to add value, to be a blessing to, to be an encouragement to. Always giving. Always giving. How about this one? Real friends don't judge you for the mistakes that you make. Rather, they judge you based on the character of your heart. Listen, there's not one of us that hasn't dropped the watermelon or stubbed our toe or really messed something up. Maybe we've even sinned. Yes, sinned. Maybe we've made a tragic, stupid mistake. But real friends, although our mistake may disappoint them, Our mistake might even cause them some pain. A real friend takes a step back, and they don't judge you based on the mistake. They judge you based on what they know to be true about your character, about your integrity, and the person that you really are on the inside. That's a real friend. Real friends carry you during difficult times. My suspicion is that some at some point in your life, you have hit a brick wall. Something has happened, tragic loss, maybe a death in the family, maybe the loss of a business, maybe financial ruin. I don't know. But, but most people at some point in their life hit a brick wall. And it's in those times where you can really tell who your real friends are. Because real friends don't run and wait for you to recover. Well, let me put it like this. They don't run away. They run to you. They, they grab an arm or a shoulder and they, they lift you up. They hold you up. They make sure you're able to walk. If you can't carry yourself, they'll carry you. They'll, they'll make sure that you're moving and, and taken care of. Real friends carry you during tough times. Here's another one for you. This one's a big one. (laughs) Real friends speak the truth to you, even when you don't want to hear it. (laughs) Oh, man. I want to say this. I was in San Diego, California just a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and uh, had some precious time with a number of precious friends just people that are real friends. And I had the the great honor of of being a friend to a couple of people. 
being there for them when they're going through a tough time, pouring into their life, encouraging them, holding them up, carrying them a little bit. Great honor. Oh, just it did my heart so good to be able to be there for the people that I love. But then on the other side of the coin, I had a couple of my friends look me in the eye across breakfast table one morning and speak truth to me that stung. It hurt. I did not want to hear what they had to say, but deep on the inside, I knew the quality of the love and the sincerity that they had toward me. And they loved me enough to speak truth to me. They loved me enough to challenge my protective nature. They loved me enough just to say, man, this is what we see. And we really want you to be okay. And we really need you to to take a hard look at this. Real friends speak the truth to you even when you don't want to hear it. I have a question right here. I'm going to insert this question right here. Has someone tried to speak truth to you lately and you, you conveniently or skillfully or tactfully kind of just pushed it away? If you have someone in your life that loves you enough to speak the truth to you, I would say run to that person, embrace them, hug them, look them in the eye and say, don't ever let me push you away again. Because real friends speak the truth. And ladies and gentlemen, we all need more truth in our lives. Real friends surround you with love and with wisdom. And they provide you a safe place just to be you in all of your mess and all of your chaos, all of your shortcomings is okay. They surround you with love, with wisdom, with compassion. And in doing so, they create a safe place where you can, can come and, and be nurtured back to health and back to life. Here's one that's kind of fun and tongue in cheek, but really it's true. Real friends aren't fickle. They're not. They're committed to you and to that relationship for the long haul. It's not just about the good times. It's about getting in the trenches. It's about it's about if necessary taking hits for you. It's about it's about even shielding you and covering you and and going to battle with you, not not against you, but with you in the battle. They're committed for the long haul. What a blessing it is to have real friends. I'm so blessed in that way. I'm so just enormously blessed. As Donald Trump would say, huge, huge, huge blessing in my life are the incredible friends that God has sent my way. I want to share with you seven reasons why you need friends. Let me say it like this. Seven reasons why you need real friends. Number one, you need friends who love you in spite of you. Number two, you won't always be strong. Sometimes you're going to need somebody, as the song says, to lean on. (laughs) 
Lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. Listen, there are times in our life when we can't be strong, and you won't always be strong. Sometimes you're going to need somebody to help you. Number three, here's one that's going to sting a little bit. You don't know it all. If you're the smartest person in the room or the smartest person in your sphere of influence, you're in trouble. You don't know it all. What really smart people do is they tap into the wisdom of their trusted peers, their trusted friends. That's a big reason why you need real friends. Number four, you need accountability. This is one that is very meaningful to me. As a pastor, which I am no longer in full-time pastor role, but after 27 years of being around ministry, here's one thing that I'll say, and I hope there's some pastors listening to me right now. You are in a very vulnerable dangerous and unsafe place if you don't have real accountability around you. And that comes in the form of real friends. Most pastors, most church leaders, most CEOs, most entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, most people just don't have good accountability in their life. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is safety in the multitude of counsel That word counsel doesn't mean just advice. It means surrounded, be surrounded. That's the title of this episode, be surrounded with people who can help you speak into your life and hold you accountable. That is so important. You need accountability. Number five, you need friends for whom you never have to perform. Say it another way. You need some friends that don't expect you to get up on the table and dance for them and put on a performance every time you're around them. And I don't mean literally dance on the table. But I'm going to tell you what. I lived many years of my life performing for people's approval, performing to prove my value, performing to impress or to get a pat on the back or an attaboy. You need friends who don't need you to perform. They just want you to be you. Number six, you need friends who are able and willing to add serious value to your life. Let me explain that. And I'm going to get to number seven in just a moment, but hang with me here. Listen. You, We all have peers. Those are people that are on our same level. And there is some value that they can add to your life. But every one of us need people in our life who are a little further ahead in the journey, who are a little more successful, a little more knowledgeable, a little more experienced. They have a little bit more wisdom. We need those kinds of friends in our life that can add value to our journey and to our process. My son's 21 years old. He's an amazing kid, beautiful spirit, loves God. He is a tremendous relational person. He 
He is so loyal to his friends. He is so giving. He is so caring. I tell him all the time he has a pastor's heart, a shepherd's heart. He's a great guy. At an interesting and awkward stage in his life right now, and my encouragement lately has been to him, son, you need some friends in your life. And he's got some good guys and gals around him as friends, social friends, fun friends. But I keep saying to him, son, you need a few people in your life that will challenge you, that will add value to you, that will pull you toward your destiny. You need people who add value to you. And the seventh reason why you need real friends is you need people who will speak truth even when it hurts. Number one, you need friends who love you in spite of you. Number two, you won't always be strong. Sometimes you may need others to lean on. Number three, reason why you need real friends is that you don't know it all. Smart people tap into the wisdom, the knowledge, the experience of trusted peers and trusted friends. Number four, you need accountability. Number five, you need friends that don't expect you to jump through hoops and perform for them. Number six, you need people who add value to your life. And number seven, you need friends who will speak truth into your life, even when it hurts. You know, the most beautiful and profound book of wisdom ever written, the Bible, the Holy Bible, tells us that a friend loveth at all times. I submit to you that all of us need more of those kinds of people, people who will love us to life and people who will challenge us towards greatness. Well, you can find all the show notes and the major points from this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 151. brianholmes.com forward slash 151. I know we announce this every week, but I want to put it out there in case maybe this is the first time you've been with us on the show. If you've not yet subscribed to our weekly email updates, I want to encourage you to do that. Because here's the thing. Every week, we, we put out a Monday Mastery video. It's a little short video, easily digestible video to grow you. And we talk about topics that are built around the four cornerstones for strategic living. They are personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and destiny deployment or activation. So here's my thing. I want you to understand those four cornerstones, and I want you to plug into all the materials. Therefore, here's the piece. Every week, Monday Mastery on Mondays. Tuesday, we have a, a meaningful quote or article that we share with you. Wednesday, we put a, a written blog post up for you to read, to grow, something to develop you and help you to become more of what God has called you to be. Every Thursday, we release a brand new episode of our podcast. And on Fridays, we always share some kind of a resource with you. The weekly email updates actually puts those four or five resources directly into your email inbox once a week, once a week, so that you know what's going on and you don't miss any content. Now, if you want to come to the website every day, brianholmes.com, do that. It'll always be there. But if you want the convenience of having those things dropped right into your inbox, you can just pick them up once a week and go through them and really digest those, then subscribe to our weekly email updates. And when you do, 
we want to give you a free online course, a video course worth $97. I'm going to give it to you as a gift. And the course is the four cornerstones for strategic living. It will give you the basis and some fundamental understanding about how to build a life that is strategic and intentional and how to become everything that God has called you to be. I want you to have that. Go to brianholmes.com, top right-hand corner of the the homepage there, you'll find a place where you can get access to that course and subscribe to that update. I want to ask you a favor. If this podcast, if our website, if the resources we're sharing with you on a weekly basis are of benefit to you, I want you to do me a favor. Jump on Facebook right now. Jump on Twitter or LinkedIn or Google Plus or Snapchat or wherever it is you hang out and connect with people. And I want you just to put a post or a video or something out that says, I don't know what you're doing right now, but drop it and go to brianholmes.com. You have to see the kind of relevant, meaningful content that's being produced and put out there for our benefit. Share this episode, share our posts, share our resources so that others can find out about what we're doing at brianholmes.com and can benefit from that. Hey, listen, one more thing for you. Listen closely. Big announcement coming real soon. Big, big announcement. I cannot wait. It's one of the biggest things we've ever done, and I I cannot wait to share it with you, but I have to wait. So here's the piece. Tune in next week, and we're going to be interviewing Ray Edwards on our program, and somewhere in the course of that interview, we're going to drop a bomb, and we're going to let you know about something very special that's coming down the pipe, an opportunity for you to plug into your development process in such a massive way. I cannot wait to share that with you. A couple of closing thoughts. The last four years of my life have been some of the most remarkable years for me personally, especially as it relates to friendships. First and foremost, in the last four years, I have come into a a profound, so special, so beautiful relationship with Daddy God. You say, Brian, you've been a Christian your whole life. Yes, I have, but I'm telling you, something different has happened for me and with me in the last four years because I'm relating to my Heavenly Father in a way that I never knew possible. That relationship has gone to a new level. My friendship and my relationship with my bride, my wife, Sabrina, has grown immensely and continues to grow. In fact, the season of life that we're in right now is just, it's pulling us together in such a different kind of a way. I'm so grateful for that. My relationships with my kids have been transitioning from just daddy to son and daddy to daughter to daddy and friend and daddy and friend. My kids are growing up. They're getting older. I'm learning how to relate to them differently, but they're becoming beautiful, beautiful sons and daughters and friends. I'm so grateful for that. Our parents, their life is changing. My mom turns 81 shortly, just a month. My in-laws are having some health challenges, but seasons of life are changing, and we're feeling those changes in our relationships. Friendships in my business, in ministry, all of these things are morphing and changing and developing and growing and taking on new levels and new new expressions. And one of the most profound things that's happened in my life in the last 12 to 18 months is the mastermind group that I'm a part of. Ray Edwards, 
Sean Edwards, Mike Kim, Hope Schaefer, gosh, I shouldn't have started naming names, Michael Hudson, Kevin, and on and on and on. Just people that have literally surrounded me. Surrounded me. They have provided a safe place. They've provided a a place of truth, a place of love, a place of challenge. I, I just want to say publicly, I'm grateful to God for all of these relationships. I'm grateful to God for my mastermind group. I'm grateful for you because I consider you, my listeners, friends, people that I love, that I pray for, that I care about, and that on some level, as much as we can in the virtual sense, do life together with. My prayer for you is that you will welcome whatever transition or changes are happening in your life, that whatever new season God's putting before you, you won't run from it, you will run to it. And I pray that you realize the beauty and the value of true God-orchestrated, meaningful relationships in your life in this beautiful season. Until next time, we love you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.